Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? Hey, What The Fit listeners, quick note before we begin this episode, the guest today, Lindsay Bonadonna, and I just really couldn't stop talking. There was some magic in the air. And so because of that, we went on to record for almost two hours. So I split the episode into two parts. You're listening to now, part one, and following part one, Part two will be released next week. So I hope you enjoy. It's a really wonderful conversation around connection and self-love and health and wellness and all the shit we love to talk about. My guest today is an optimist, encourager, celebrator, health and life coach, mom, yogi, and lover of life and all living creatures. She is a virtual health and wellness coach who can help you discover how healthier living without the guilt is actually possible. Please welcome Lindsay Bonadonna. Hello. Hello. I sound really cool when you, you read that. I'm oh. like, whoa. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot here. I cannot wait to dissect like each optimist, encourager, celebrator. Like I want to know all of those roles that you play. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it. We've already recorded. We haven't recorded. We should have been recording our (laughs) 45-minute conversation that we had before this. Um, But I'm really excited to learn more and to probably repeat like half the stuff that we already said, but that's okay. I know. I'm so excited (laughs) to be here too, because I'm such a fan of the approach that you take with your podcast and just like what the F does this even mean? Yeah. And like all the different perspectives, I just, I really appreciate and enjoy what you do. So it's an honor to be here as oh, well. Oh my gosh. No, I'm, I'm super excited. Okay. So first I think that how do you describe like the coaching and the work that you do with people? Because we hear like health and wellness coaching, that can yeah. be so many different things. So like specifically, like how does that show up with, with you? Yeah. So I am a really, really firm believer that living a Wellness-filled, vibrant life is very bio-individual, yeah. and it doesn't have to feel like one more thing to do. Mm. So when I work with clients, I really like to try to, if I'm doing what I aspire to do, the habit building never feels like it's adding to their to-do list. Mm. And making it as simple as possible and just also affirming that change doesn't happen in 30 or 60 days. Like yeah. This is like a lifetime journey and we're gonna mess up because we're human and life is way too short for restriction yeah and helping people figure out what that looks like for them and helping them celebrate like if they're drinking 12 Mountain Dews a day Mm. and they replace one with water like that's some shit to celebrate right (laughs) there right like let's start there Uh uh and then like maybe 
know, in a month or two, you're like, hey, I had two glasses of water and only like 10 Mountain Dews. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. go for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> so that's where the celebration comes in. Kind of like yes. positive. We want to give positive feedback, positive affirmation. When yeah. people are making those changes. Because honestly, you are correct. If a human being is making any kind of change, is trying to implement any kind of change, that's a fucking celebration right there. It is. Because humans do not want to change. No, not at all. And what's so wild too to me is that this self-celebration piece is such an important part to building new habits because it helps to rewire our brain Mm. in a really powerful and... Well, it's not like overnight quick, but in a more effective and efficient way Yeah. versus the whole like beating ourselves up. And I've been there. Like my, like we we all have, right? Like everyone who's listening, I know that it's hard for people to change because I can't fucking do it. So same. (laughs) Yes. And like, it's just like acknowledging all of that and being real and like, um, the kind of evolution that's happened for me recently too, is that I've. I'm doing like this crazy brick and mortar thing that like totally... Yeah, I want to talk about it. B? Yes. I want to talk about that. So this is a new thing. Yeah. Okay, continue. And we'll, we'll... really very much birthed out of this experience that I've had coaching and working with my clients and just this like, how can we make things easier for ourselves to interact with? Um, but yeah, an opportunity came up um, on the second... So I teach yoga at Kindred Flow Yoga Studios, which is on the second floor of One Wyoming Avenue, Uh the former Half Day Cafe building. So my coaching offices are also up there. Uh And like Half Day moved out last May. So I kept on talking to all like my entrepreneurial friends. I was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a smoothie bar there? And like, I'll come there every day, but like, I don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. I would love for someone else to have this, yes. do this great idea that I have, but I don't want to have to execute yes. it. Yeah. So if you could do that, that would be great. And of course, nobody wanted to do it. And the space sat empty. And then I met with, I was connected with, through a friend to a complete stranger. And I had shared my idea of like, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a juice bar, a smoothie bar and like, yay. And she's like, you should absolutely do that. Mm. I don't know how I can help you, but like I... I know people and this would be amazing. And I'm like, dude, a complete stranger I never met that just heard me excitedly be like, well, this be cool. Mm-hmm. Like the least professional like pitch ever right. in the world, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> just told me I should do this. So then I was like, let me meet with a building owner who I had heard had a reputation of being really challenging. Mm. And let me see the space. And then I'll be like, this is a horrible idea and move on yeah. and just be like my happy coaching self. Yeah. But it was the complete opposite. It went well. And then everything has unfolded Wow! so easily, effortlessly and yeah. easily. Yeah. And we actually start, um, we start construction tomorrow. Oh, wow. But the way it all came together. But now let me kind of like say what it is. So B is a whole building experience because the building has three floors that encourages humans to slow down and get curious and nourish their whole selves. Love this. And the way that we're doing that is the first floor is going to be Nourish at B, which is a neighborhood market filled with taste good foods and feel good experiences Mm. crafted to be as easy as possible to interact with. So there will be 
um, ready to eat foods that you can grab and go or grab and sit and chill, ready to heat meals that you can take home and heat up with you, smoothies, smoothie bowls, and then um, a market that is just filled with as locally sourced as possible, nutrient dense foods and snacks and pantry staples. So like when you run out of that, like super crappy high fructose corn syrup ketchup, yeah. You can come in and be like, hey, look at this local delicious ketchup that has all these nutrients. Mm. And the idea being that somebody could walk in and it's really, cra- I mean, it's crafted for every human can is, is welcome here. But really thinking about the humans that are finding themselves extra busy and eating becomes a complete afterthought. Yeah. So they can like walk in grab their stuff. Yeah. If they want to talk about their feelings, we're here for it. If they want to chill in a chill space and <laughs> yeah. like disconnect from their phones and things for a bit and just be present, we can do that. Or you can just like grab your stuff and go. Yeah. And then the second floor of course has the yoga studio um, that we're partnered with and then coaching offices and different experiences will be happening up there. And then what I'm really excited about is that there's this third floor mm-hmm. that is totally unfinished. Um. And again, like this building originally was a local grocery store in the late 1800s. So like also bringing that vibe back a little bit. But the third floor, I'm like, I want this to be like an Airbnb type space that people can rent to just like rest and connect with themselves. Like a retreat space. Yes. Like a staycation retreat space. Yes. Like without the like hustle and hassle of like, oh, I got to pack all my clothes and food. So like you could rent it. You can do yoga and things if you want. All the food and beverage will be provided by Nourishat B. And you can shower if you want or not. Yeah, but just like not. come and like lay down and be by yourself. Yes, or like this is the be by yourself space. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but like no, I, me I, as a I, mom, I I'm just like sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to like get away. Right. But I don't want to like travel anywhere. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, I'll just like. Yes. Book it for a night, book it for a time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I think, no, I think that's a great idea. And I think that it's going to be definitely in for 2023. Like I really think people are subscribing to this idea of like slowing down. And I think like we're finally, like we've been saying it a while for a while. And like ever since the pandemic to be like, oh yeah, we've slowed down or slowed down. But I think like now people are like, there's no other option. Like this, this is it for me. Like millennial women are like the most burned out of like across any generation and like any population of people. And we pretty much are the ones like making all the money and like making the decisions in our household Mm -hmm. and like running shit. And we are finally like, I have to go to a room and just sit by myself. I have to go to a darkness retreat and not speak to anyone. I have to like, 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 this is like the extremes that we're going to now. Yes. And that's (laughs) where I'm like hoping that like this can help weave that in to the everyday because like the way that I look at it and I am such a huge advocate of slowing down try and I'm trying to do this more myself and listening to my body and its rhythms instead yeah. of pushing through like what we're doing collectively in our society with this you know we've tied so much of our worth to like the hustle and the drive and the grind and like all that kind of stuff. But when we step back, like that shit's not working. We Mm -hmm. are all super sick. Like literally burning ourselves out like that. The only place it gets us is sick more and we die younger. Yeah. And so far I haven't come across anybody that 
disagrees with that. No. So when we put it in that perspective <laughs> and we're like grinding our asses off without balance and we're miserable and shitty and like yeah. all of these things, we're not eating. Right. Right. Like for what? For so what? we get sick more and die younger. Like what? That's not what we're, we're chasing. Put like here. a quick, like a quick fix of happiness that we th- well, something that we think is going to make us happy. A, a status, a look, an achievement, something. Yeah. When we get these things that we're working so hard for, we're going to be happy. And like, but like everyone at this point, and if you don't know yet, I'm going to let you in a little secret. Like you never are. It's yes. a hamster wheel. It, yeah, and it's it just keeps going. And to what we were saying earlier, it was it's like working hard because work can definitely become a distraction for me if I'm like trying to avoid dealing with things in my life. I can yeah. easily like hide and work because it's very affirmative and exciting and yeah. all of that stuff. But it's like these productive distractions, like we're like, but I'm doing a good job. Or I'm like going to the gym all the time or I'm like busy, busy. And like, sure. you know, it's this. It's kind of like it's a like, facade. Uh, it totally is. Yeah. And when we slow down, like I right. think about the nights, especially, you know, in my previous, like my pre change of life, like when I was working in the beer industry, you know, at nights, it's like when you slow down, that's when all like the shit that you've been avoiding all day yeah. starts to creep up and then you're not sleeping and then you jump back on the hamster wheel and then you're like, oh shit, now I'm like super sick. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, y'all, let's no, just start this now. Like let's I just know. all slow down now. Yeah. And, and I mean, I feel that so hard just where I am personally. Like I have said this, I said this to you earlier, I've said this to my therapist, I've said it to like, any, like I'm just so sick of my own bullshit that like I yeah. can't even take it anymore. Yes. Like I can't I keep you. being like, oh, why do I feel anxious and sad and blah, blah, blah. And then I like look at how I'm like structuring my life and like how I'm spending my time. And you're like, well, then what do you expect? Like I, I would be so, I would like what I was, so I'm not drinking right now. And I haven't since like the beginning of the year, since like mm-hmm. January 1st. People were like, oh, are you like doing dry January? And I was like, honestly, I'm just not drinking for as long yeah. as it feels good yeah. to not drink. Mm-hmm. And it feels so good to not drink. Right. And I'm just like amazed at like all of like the open, free time and like mind space that I have. Like even from, and it wasn't like I was, I would go out on like Friday and a Saturday night, but then like. I'm not feeling great for like that Saturday, that Sunday, that Monday. Totally. And I'm like, that's almost half my week where am I like functioning? Sure. Yes. I'm not like bedridden by any means. I'm like doing stuff, but I don't feel great. And like, it's making me anxious. It's making me grumpy. It's disrupting my gut. It's disrupting my sleep. (laughs) I'm like, like, why do I keep doing it then like that that's just like where right. I have like come to the point with my own self where I'm just like I'm sick of it and my thought patterns where I'm just like this is mm-hmm. over and over again or I'm just like now very clearly like seeing where I like put up the facade or I'm like oh I mm. want I like go down this thought pattern because like that will make me feel good but it's a dead end and like yeah or it's just like what are you like why do I keep putting the anxiety in this place like you know what I mean? it's, I'm just like I totally feel you on this. And I love, And I think like, everyone's fucking tired of it all if they're being very yeah. honest with themselves. I mean, I just look at it. I'm like, we are all, I'm pretty sure that like 
I'm going to say like 99.5% of us would probably all agree that we are like of the human species, right? And we're all collectively experiencing this human experience that is filled with a massive range of emotions. Yeah. And and I I also feel this too. I feel like there's like this kind of like collective like desire to like see more of the human in each other and yeah. see more of the human in ourselves instead of just being objects that we like think like we robots. should like control. Yeah. yeah. Control and like manipulate and things. It's like, yeah. man, let's just like all be real and messy and try to figure this out. And like, yes, let's have differences of opinions, but let's like try to understand each other. And I do believe Chrissy, it like all comes to this place of like, we all have to slow the fuck down. We have to slow down. We have to, find ways to nourish ourselves so we have the capacity and like fueled brain to be able to think logically and not freak the f out yes i had everything yeah and this is all me too friends like no right i am not perfect the reason that we can all (laughs) have this conversation and even those that are just listening to us have this conversation you're in this conversation with us because you you feel it like you you know what it is so there is something collectively going on yeah and I think it just becomes even more of a need for support like Mm. community Mm -hmm. and like just other women and just like having conversations like this I think is like the thing that will help kind of get us get us through but not even through anything like for me at least it's like this is this is life it yeah. is not this like perfect thing that you think that you can put together because your house is clean and like you have a new blazer and like yes. you have a job title. Yeah. Like that does not like keep you safe from the messiness of life. And like, why would you want it to? Yeah. For me, like, okay, again, like talking to myself here, right? Like it is messy. The mess is necessary and temporary, you know? Yes. It's, it's, it's all of it. And I just had had for so long was just like, just trying to like keep the, make the good parts, like get everything done and then relax. Oh my gosh. Or like work, 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 work for this one little like shiny moment of fun or like, and it's just, it's not working for me anymore. Yeah. And I, it's, oh my gosh, you just like said so much that I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, all of this. Cause I also remember so like 2018 is like the year I got super super sick and that's yeah. kind of where I had like my awareness your health, happen your health anniversary is this is it where you call your yeah my health anniversary your health anniversary yes. yeah. that's what I wanted to talk about yeah. perfect segue I feel like we just went on a little oh, tangent of our yeah. own and now we're circling back around so perfect let's talk about that 2018 yeah. so it was actually so in December of 2017 I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis like I wasn't feeling right like my joints were feeling weird and like I had had um, my second daughter so I was like oh it's just like pregnancy stuff whatever so I got this diagnosis and I was like okay so that's when I started to um, remove like gluten and dairy out of my diet a dear friend of mine that was uh, working with me for or working for me and with me at the time was really into Arbonne. And she was like, I think I have something that can help you. And I was like, dude, I'm ready. Like, and are you still working at like your regular, I'm going to say quotes, quote unquote, regular job at this yes. point? You had not yes. So at this to, point yeah. I was working, um, at my ex's brewery. So she was like, I have something for you. So I was like, dude, just whatever. So I did like the 30 day thing, which now looking back, I'm like, oh, it was like an elimination diet, like whole 30 uh-huh. type situation. Okay. So I started feeling 
so much better. Really? So that's where I kind of learned. I was like, Just oh. within the first 30 days of doing it, you felt so much better? Yeah. And really the biggest piece is that I've come to like realize it was really cutting out the gluten and dairy for me. It mm. just decreased so much inflammation. Interesting. And so then going into 2018, I was, um, there was just like a lot of stuff going on at the brewery and my ex had to focus back into production and he had asked if I wanted to like be the CEO essentially. Mm-hmm. And my gut was like, no, you don't want this. And I had just lost my aunt as well. Like there was other stuff going on, but my ego was like, CEO, let me show everyone how I can fix this. Mm-hmm. 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 Sure. So as I embarked on my CEO adventure, <laughs> I got really sick because I, while I wasn't eating gluten and dairy, um, I was eating like basically French fries out of the kitchen and whatever like scraps I could find. Mm-hmm. I was working a million hours. I was super stressed out. I put a ton of pressure on myself. Like things were not going well. I didn't want to ask for help because like, gosh forbid you ask for help. And in 2018, it was like November. I ended up in the hospital twice in one week with this like intense headache that was like not a migraine. It was wow. wild. And like coming out of that and like, all of my um, autoimmune stuff was like, I mean, I could like, like up. barely get out of bed. Yeah. So then that was an eye-opening experience. And I was like, okay, I need to like take this seriously. So I kind of like stepped back, started working with a health coach and a functional practitioner, like figured out that these like crazy headaches were related with my cycle. Started, oh. I did like gut healing, hormone bout, like all of this kind of stuff. And I started feeling better. And... What's wild is that kind of related to all of this and like my health anniversaries and things like that is like when you start healing your body, Mm -hmm. you start seeing things in your life differently. Uh, Yeah. I think it, I think it goes kind of both ways though too. Yeah. Once you start kind of looking at things from a different like mental perspective, Mm -hmm. it changes your relationship to your body. Yes. It's like all of the, there's like, I always feel like there's always some type of like event that happens for somebody mm-hmm. or sometimes it's like reading a book or yeah. like they just hear a message at a right time or yeah. they have like a massive health crisis or right. like there's something that happens that encourages people to start look at things. So yeah. as my body was healing, I started looking at my life and just realizing I was like, Oh man, there's like some changes that need to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was in my relationship and after making those changes, I could not work at the brewery anymore, obviously. So I went like full tilt into Arbon, which I never in a million years thought I would do of like work for and a network marketing company. Arbon again, remind me. Yeah. So they so do familiar. like clean beauty and like okay. clean health stuff and protein and like. Okay. I've, I like know the, the name, but it's, I'm not like visual, getting a visual on it. But yeah. Okay, continue. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like a, it's a pretty cool company. Yeah. But I like went full tilt into that because I was like, what am I going to do? And I didn't think I really wanted to get back into beer at the time. And it was through that of like, I discovered what I think I was supposed to be doing like my whole life, which Mm. is, oh, I love like telling people. In fact, this was something funny that happened in 2018 as well. And the power of like manifesting friends, Mm. like you never know. 
This like is the words that you say or write down are powerful. Very common theme on this podcast this year. Almost every guest that's coming on is talking about manifesting or like scripting your life, like all all of this stuff. It's so, oh, it gives me goosebumps. I think because... I set the tone with my first episode of the year was like an audio vision board episode where I just so like spoke good. out loud all the stuff that I dreamed of. I think that set the tone. It's okay. So in 2018, like in the midst of this like massive shit show of my life, I remember sitting at my desk and being like, gosh, it would be so cool if I could make a living just telling people and reminding them that like they've totally got this and helping them see being what's possible in their lives an and just being like, yes. And like, here we are friends. Like, that's what I'm doing. Um, that's but pretty cool. It was in that Arbonne adventure that I realized I knew a lot, like I've always been kind of into health and wellness and like alternate ways of like healing and things like that. But I found that I had some gaps in my knowledge. So Mm. that's when I started seeking out certifications and like, did I want to go back to college? Mm. And I was like, ooh, two years. Probably not necessary, right? Yeah. And that's where I found out about the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and started my certification in just the way like... What is that? Uh, Like, what's that about? Ooh, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. They're an incredible um, health coaching certifying body that focuses in... What really attracted me to them was that they focus in on both what they call the primary and the secondary foods. Mm -hmm. So primary foods, there are 13 of them. And there's things like career relationships, joy, education, belonging, home environment, home cooking... Um, social life. Mm. I always forget some of them, but you guys get the idea, yeah, like life things. Good. Yeah. And then secondary foods are what we actually choose to ingest and digest. And the idea being that if we just focus, like we tend to do here in our country, focus on what we're eating and how much we're moving, mm-hmm. and we're ignoring the S show that's going on in our primary foods, mm-hmm. we're never going to get to this place of like, vibrant wellness filled living because if we're focusing just on what we're eating and moving and ignoring our primary foods we're never going to be able to really get to that place of being able to fully nourish our body regularly because the stress that Mm -hmm. we're experiencing here is going to impact our food choices yeah and if we only focus on like our primary foods but not our secondary foods we're never going to like really get in a place where we're embodied enough to understand how to nourish our bio-individual body needs. So it's the it's just the acknowledgement of like our health and wellness is not just food and drink and yeah. movement. It is like our entire effing lives yeah. and we need to look at it as an integrated thing and understanding yeah. these where the imbalances are and helping to solve and support for those areas. And it's amazing when we start to really look at the bigger picture because if we're in a job that's totally shitty and sucking the soul out of our life and we're trying to eat better, the last effing thing we're going to do when we get home, because I love, our bodies are amazing and they're so brilliant Mm -hmm. and beautifully designed, but they're also like real dumb and primal too. Mm -hmm. So say you work at a job that sucks, you hate it. You were just there for like 14 hours. You have a deadline tomorrow and you get home and you're like, oh, I should go to the gym. I'm too tired to go to the gym. I haven't eaten all day. Well, your body is like, I'm going to die. So you need to eat me immediately. And 
your body's learned over time that what gives you the quickest energy is sugar yeah. and like, you know, like quick fix Glucose, things. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So you start grabbing for the candy and stuff, which is all fine. Y'all like my coaching Seriously. company is kale yeah. and cake because you can have kale and honest to goodness cake and like all will be cool unless yeah. you have like a major allergy and then we could like find a substitute. But the point being is that there's room for all foods, all experiences, but we have to look at our life in a big picture way because conversely we're in a stressful job. We're eating like shit cause we're stressed out and we don't believe that we have the time. We won't ever build the energy to be able to make change yeah. in our job. So it's like yeah. a vicious cycle of just like, cool, let me just feel like crap all the time. Right. It and is, it's hard it and we get used vicious, to it. Yeah. And then, and then what's even worse is that you'll start beating yourself up about oh, it. Yeah. And it's like, that is the very last thing that you need. That, 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 and this is like what I've been telling myself when mm-hmm. I start to be unkind about making a mistake or in my situation, it's like not doing something perfectly mm. or like exactly as like, you know, we're, we're going to talk about cycle syncing coming up here, but like, right. If I like, I can't even think like what a situation would be because I'm fucking doing everything perfectly, but I don't don't know (laughs) if I, well, for me, for me, it'll be like, if I didn't honor like my body for a workout or if I didn't like, or if I went out for a walk when really I needed to rest or something. And then later I will like look back and be like, Oh, you shouldn't have done that. You know, you should have. And then I'll start to like be unkind. And I'm like, who, if, if whoever was like motivated to like do better and take care of themselves when someone was like berating them. Thank you. Right. No. But we do it so but we do easily. It to ourselves. I, uh, I Could started, you, I was thinking like of a friend, like truly like you've heard this example before, but mm-hmm. like, if your friend was like, all right, I'm really trying to take care of myself. I'm really like trying to be better and nourish myself and listen to my body. And oh my gosh, I messed up. Would you be like, you stupid piece of shit? I know. But yet here we How are. How could you like, do that? That's what you I. You had a goal. Why didn't you stick to it? No, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, when things change, like it's all, life is like a huge experiment. And I like to like say this. I'm like, we don't ever fall off the wagon if we never build one in the first place, like don't build the fucking wagon. And guess what? Then you can't fall off of it. And then you could just be curious and use curious these times where it's like, instead of looking at like, oh, that didn't work out. Uh, I suck. Just be like, oh, well, you want to know what? That didn't feel right. Or that didn't work out the way I thought. Like, I wonder what would I change or what would I do? And then befriending that this is like work that I did on like last year, the last year and a half was like befriending like my inner critic because I was trying to like cut that bitch out for like a long time. I was like, you need to shut the fuck up. Oh, see, that's that. Let me like cut that out. Cause I don't want that part of me anymore. Cause I'm like trying to be elevated. And then I realized, well, this inner critic or like ego or like whatever you want to call it, um, is getting louder because I'm literally telling a part of my being that I don't want it to be a part of me anymore. And just like a little kid, when you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with you. Like, of course the kid's going to get louder, right? Mm -hmm. So that's something clicked for me. And I was like, you know what? Hey, 
I love talking to myself. Like people used to say when you was younger, like if you talk to yourself, you're crazy. I'm like, no, y'all. If you don't talk to yourself, I, I think that's what makes you crazy. A lot more talking to myself these days. Yeah. And I just get curious. I'm like, hey, friend. that's nice for you. I'm glad that you're yeah, at like, a curious place. I am not I'm not yet at the curious place. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's and I'm I'll get there. Yeah. I'll get there. I'm not I'm not quite there yet, but I but I aspire to be. It's on it's on my radar, yeah, my map. That awareness is the first step. It's like, yeah, I want to get there. I I love how you're talking about though, like like the like parts of you that maybe will like chirp up or something. Mm-hmm. Um and instead of being like, hey, like go away, like come in and maybe like comfort them or like yeah. give them I'm a like, hug. Hey, what's going on here? What's what are going- we upset about? What do we need here? Do we need food? Do we need to close our eyes for a few minutes? Yeah. Like I will like talk to myself like a child. Yes. Right. Like that. <laughs> and that, that's how we should do that's it. That's what I do. The, the one piece though, where I have found success in kind of like excommunicating is like when it is not me, mm. when I, when it doesn't feel like me, it feels like an insidious, like parasite voice yes. that I know oh, logically response. and rationally that like X, Y, and Z, yeah. my worth is not determined by my body size or mm-hmm. what, like, any of those kind of thoughts. But then this like parasite comes in and I call her Berta. Like I, I personified yes. her yeah. and she will start trying to like talk shit. And then I'm like, shut the fuck up, Berta. Like, do you know who I am? Yes. Let me remind you who I am. And like, I don't have time for like your lies and your manipulation and your bullshit. Like that is a situation where I'm like, get get out because I don't have time for you. Yes. Because that is not the part of me that, but I know the part that you're talking about where like. Yeah. It's like the part that does have usefulness because our ego like keeps us safe. Or it kept us safe at one point for a reason yes. and it was there and now it no longer needs to like flare up in that Either space. In the same, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And that's like the kind of like inner child stuff where you're like, oh, I yeah. see you, I hug you. Berta though is not that. Yeah. I love that you recognize that too. Cause I think too, like when we're on our journeys and I'm curious if you've experienced this, I think sometimes too, <laughs> I find myself cause I am naturally just very curious and like contemplative sometimes I'm just like I think I'm overthinking this and just being like you know what no I don't need to like entertain this or I don't need to like percent like I can really go and then then sometimes I try to remind myself it's like it just is what it is and there's nothing to figure out here like it just is what it is can just accept it yeah I try to I when I catch myself going down this analyzing why I'm feeling a certain feeling or if I'm asking myself why, Mm -hmm. like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I so tired? Why am I sad? Then that is kind of like my signal to like pause and be like, you're, you're not feeling what you're feeling. You're thinking about it. You're rationalizing it, (gasps) but you're not feeling. So like, what can you do to like feel it? And it's really hard for me. I love that. It's really hard for me because like people will be like, you know, where do you like feel it in your body? And sometimes I can feel it in my body. Mm-hmm. If it's like anxiety in my chest or in my like mm. gut or, you know, fluttering, you know, I can feel it, but sometimes I can't. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel this feeling because I just haven't. And I'm like, but am I doing it or am I not? Do- I'm like, how do I know if I'm feeling it? You want to know what I'm curious about? I don't know if this is like, let me know if you want to transition here yet or not, but like 
I'm curious, based off of what you just said, I wonder if our ability to feel these things in our body has to do with where we're at in our cycle. Oh, because I'm just thinking like today with where I'm at, I'm thinking a lot and I'm like feeling in my thoughts and not in my body. I'm just yeah. like, I am angry or yeah. I am like, yes. So yes. I wonder if that's like our ability to like feel into our bodies is also like dependent on where we're at in like our cycles. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start to try to, I'm going to pay attention to that. So yeah, this is a good, well, well before we, before we get here, um, so you mentioned your coaching, what, Integrative Nutrition? Oh, yeah. In, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Okay. Yes. And that's where you have your certification through. You're yes. also a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other? You just got a hormone. Yeah. I also have, so I'm like a, I can't remember all of the titles, but. You have a oh, lot. Oh, that sounded like you, super douchey when I just said I can't no, remember no, all no, the titles. No, 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 But one, I'm like a certified international health coach. Um, I have an advanced gut health certification from IIN as well. And then I just... I have to take the exam, but about to complete uh, my advanced hormone health certification yeah. through IIN. And then I also have certifications in like whole human health and detoxing like your life and understanding all of that. And then it's like my favorite certification is like the certification of life, right? Right. And experiences. Which we all I'm alive. So where's my certificate? Yes. Yeah. Like where's that? Yeah. 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 No, no, that's good. I just wanted to make sure we covered all of it so people get a good sense of just the time you put into your career and your education and your knowledge and that, you know, you've got the goods to back it up. But I do want to transition now to talk about my favorite topic of conversation, except for the TV show, The Magicians I'm watching right now. That's my second favorite topic of conversation. Oh, I am looking for a new TV show. Do you like sci-fi, fantasy, sex, Yes to the last one, absolutely. <laughs> Sci-fi and fantasy, it depends. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I think this show is very specific for like the deep sci-fi fantasy nerds. Like I am a deep sci-fi fantasy nerd. So like, I used to like be a huge Star Trek fan like back in the day. Okay, like then maybe that. you can get... It is kind of to that level. Did you watch Doctor Who? No, but oh. I want to. Okay, that is where you should start. Okay. Doctor okay. Who on HBO... You have endless, endless, endless content. It's the best show on the planet if you like space stuff. Yes. Okay, space. He's a time traveler. He can travel through both time and space. It's like the telephone. Yeah, the TARDIS. Thank you. I could be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. Sweet, um, okay. So that's my fir- that's my second topic. My first topic of conversation I love is cycle syncing. Yes. So with your hormone recent... Is that what kind of like got you into all of this? Yeah, so I've always like tracked my cycle just like oh this is like when I'm going to get my period or like whatever and like I became more in touch with it like also in 2018 when I started understanding that like these crazy headaches that I were getting were like being caused for my cycle like I was like oh these are showing up every month at the same time did you know what did you find out what it was yeah so at that point in time what would happen is like right before my period like my progesterone would drop yeah. Very quickly and very significantly and yeah. cause these headaches, these migraines. Okay. So it was the job in progesterone? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, so that's where I first started like learning more about like the hormones and yeah. stuff like that. And then really through this experience of the 
hormone health certification, I started learning more about like the nerdiness and also through my own journey too, right? Like, so the Dutch testing and working with my functional practitioner and like the GI mapping and like the hair mineral test analysis, like all these things. Oh, you got deep. Yeah. Yeah. And started seeing like the relationships between everything. And then like the certification helped me to understand better of like the more in depth reason why these things are happening and And really what I've taken away from it so much too is that like stress and sleep. Mm -hmm. Because I'm always looking at like, what is like the root cause? Like like if we could just, if I can give somebody one piece of advice that's going to change their health the most, like what would that piece be? And it's absolutely learning how to acknowledge and I don't know the word, I don't love the word resilience. I don't love the word management, but like, but we like need you, to learn to like live with stress in a yeah. different way than we currently are. Yeah. That's like the number one thing that like Fs it creates a whole cortisol. Yeah. Cascade yeah. of shit for our hormones. Right. Well, it's and tied directly sleep. to insulin, which so is tied to your hormones. So it's really, really stress and and you've heard it when it's like stress yes. is like causes the most sick like it 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 really does yes like how many more affect, times do we need to like, like how many times do we need to see yes. i know but i would hear it too and be but like we're addicted oh, to it yeah, yeah i'm no, like oh just one more day it's fine no that's like, true too <laughs> that's true too i think like the adrenaline piece oh, of the it cycle yeah and, and with our phones with everything like we are living in like a really disruptive world for yeah stress and hormones it's wild too because I was just um you just reminded me of something in this class. So it like talks about how okay, so imagine you have like a jar and no, actually, yeah, let's do a jar. Mm-hmm. So you have a jar and let's say before like shit really hit the fan, maybe before the pandemic or whatever, you know, like your jar was like empty, right? And you're like, okay, like I can kind of like manage stress. It's pretty, it's not chronic, which means that's there all the time. It's like normal stress, right? Like it like comes and then it goes and mm-hmm. we're cool and all of that. So we have like periods where it's like, okay. And yeah. Yeah. But overall it's like, we got it. And, you know, like, I think the pandemic was a really huge thing, right? So then, like... For most people... Yeah, for, that was kind of, like, the one that we can all relate to, at least. Yes. But, like, yeah. everyone in their life will have something. Some type and maybe of. it hasn't totally hit you yet, and you're lucky, and continue in your ignorance is bliss. If you're listening here and you're like, I have really have no idea what they're talking about, awesome. you are, are a doing, glorious, yes. beautiful, amazing creature, and just, like, keep living. Keep breathing. Keep going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever you're doing is working. Yes. Or it's not but working it's like, and you'll soon find out yeah, and then I know, you can like, come back and listen to this episode and, and join know. us. Yeah. So like every time we experience chronic stress, so this like place of where, you know, we are in fight or flight because of, you know, a deadline or, you know, a disagreement with somebody or whatever, like that jar fills up more and more. Something that you create in your own mind. Yes. Like for me, rushing, oh, I right. would create this sense of, of urgency I would feel my heart rate elevate, getting out the door to go on a walk that I'm going on my own self. Oh my gosh, Chrissy. Yes. I hate, I hate, I don't use the H word very often, but like I hate rushing. Rushing is is out for 2023. If I find myself start to rush, I just stop and I'm like, if I'm late, I'm late and I won't die. And if I like, that's it. Like if I can be late, it's okay. One of my things that I say 
every single day and I write this shit down too because like when we write it down like our subconscious takes action without us knowing I write I am abundant in time I am abundant in time fuck the rushing like I am so mine would be I have done. plenty of time yes I would say I have plenty of time I have plenty of time I love it why are we rushing why Where? are we rushing it just causes stress oh self-inflicted and then I would sick and die I would <laughs> Literally. Come on. <laughs> I would I would get so worked up about like I, I would make an a, a timeline of like we have to leave here at four thirty. I made it up. It's my own timeline. But mm-hmm. if we didn't hit that timeline, it would be like doomsday. I know. Why? Why? Control. See, rigidity. I love structure. I love when I'm in these places where I can kind of like observe from like an outside perspective and I'm like not in my head and I could see the ridiculousness right. of all the things that we put ourselves through and right. feel like we don't have a choice necessarily, but like we do have a choice, oh, but yeah. we in maybe that just moment, don't it's know. Real. Yeah. And I'm just like, my gosh, Lindsay, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But with this jar and the stress, yep. so like every time we have stress, like the jar fills up a little bit and then like it should go back down. But the fact is, is that we're all living this very stressed life. The pandemic was a huge one. So that just like really filled up our jar. So our bodies get used to mm. having very little space. Whereas before we had the whole bottom of the jar to the top, it was empty. So it would take us forever to get stressed out, mm-hmm. right? Or like super, like mm-hmm. lose our shit stressed out. Now we don't have enough time or we believe we don't have enough time in our lives to help take away and move through fully all of that stress that's accumulated in the jar. So now we have like the top of the jar, like maybe an inch at the top before we lose our shit. Like our bar for where our baseline stress is has Mm -hmm. become so high. So the smallest things activate us and our bodies, like getting back to what I was saying earlier, our bodies are so freaking brilliant and amazing, but they are also so dumb. So our poor like primal brain doesn't know the difference between us being in like a life and death situation, like a Watching tiger running the Bengals after us. Play? How about that? I said after that, I don't know how these football people do it. I will never again put myself through that. My cortisol through the roof. I couldn't sleep. I could barely eat all day. My stomach See? was rumbling. And your and body, my body doesn't know that it's just it a it. fucking football game that doesn't actually it thinks that you were just life. about to die. Yes. <laughs> how I so felt it's like. Balling my eyes out, watching that poor kid who fucking lost the game. For the- oh my god! <laughs> like I physically was ill. I know. I was so sad for him. I felt so bad. I, know. I felt so sad for the whole team and for the whole city. And I was like, why did I put myself through this? Yes. Why did I do that? Like I can't take that self-inflicted heartbreak again. Well, I, I don't know what, how they can do it. Football players, let me know. Football fans, yes. No. How do you do it every single year? Well, and here's the thing. We need to create that space to like let ourselves move fully through that stress cycle. So That's then what it I like said. discharges and like we. People like the next day are like, oh, I'm feeling so. I'm like, yeah, you're grieving. Give Dude. yourself a second. Like if we're going to put our bodies through that, then at least give them the recovery they deserve. Yes. Like let's not move on because that's like, and I don't know, there's um, a really great book. We need a study on men and their sports situation and what it's doing to their cortisol and their mental processing and their stored trauma. Plus, because they're not encouraged to talk about their feelings. Yeah. And like, oh, just like take it. You don't want to cry. Keep no, on getting this the paycheck. is real. Like, it's and like, you shouldn't feel silly about it. It's real. I felt it real in my body. Yeah. And that's the thing that I think is 
as we talk about like stress and our cycles and like all of this stuff, it's like, it all kind of comes back to me of like, how do we create space in our day to just like let ourselves be and process and feel and things. Yeah. And like, this doesn't have to be, I'm sure some of you that are listening are thinking like, I don't have any fucking time in my day. Like I'm already busy. Like I get it. Like I get it. Cause that's what we're taught yeah. to do in our country. Yeah. But what it can look like is literally taking, if you have just like one minute in the 24 hours of your day that you close your eyes and you just breathe, or maybe it's 30 seconds, like do that and then celebrate that you just did that and spend some time with your body. So then it's like, Ooh, feel good. And then just weave it in slowly. It doesn't have to happen overnight, but like we need to practice this rest in the space to let our stress jars empty yeah instead of carrying it all around and walking around like like everything's okay all the time like we we can't acknowledge that like that was a hard loss that was a tough experience to watch that game as a Cincinnati fan yes and like not to say like like me personally I won't put myself in that position again but I'm not saying everyone should do that but like that when it like that we just acknowledge and then like give ourselves what we need after an experience like that, which is probably like rest and like dopamine from like connection with other people mm-hmm. and yeah. like, you know, like, but in- instead of just like breezing right past it and being like, okay, well, onto the next like, thing. Onto the onto next the next thing. thing. Yeah. Cause I feel like then that's just not, that goes somewhere. It's totally. stored somewhere in your body. It is. And we know that like this stress and what the cascade of like cortisol and that whole waterfall that happens like this creates the environment in our body where certain switches are more inclined to be flipped yes where sugar regulation becomes an issue diabetes heart disease I mean like this is what's so wild hormone disruption hormone disruption like that's like a whole like for every human like that's a huge thing and what kills me Chrissy is like and I get all fired up about him like clearly if we look at how many humans are like working through diabetes, like cancer and like kids getting cancer. And like, I think about also, um, you know, mental health and like the stigmas being reduced a little bit. It's still there in a really significant way. Lots of work to be done there, but like we can step back and collectively see that we are sick country in yeah. so many different ways, but yet we're still you, it's, rushing and doing things. And I'm like, January well, what we're doing 31st, I think there's been 45 mass shootings in one month of the year. And that... That is a sickness. And to me, it comes from like this, this like place a of like we're not connecting with each other because we're not slowing down enough to. And we're, we seek... I mean, I enjoy social media like I like, it's a creative outlet for me. At the same time, I struggle with it. Cause if it was up to me, I'm like, I'm kind of debating. I was thinking with we B, all it would be fun to do like no cell phone November. And like, we all go to like flip phones and see what happens. But anyways, I, I mean, I think, I think about that all the time of like, if I really think about a simplicity of life, oh my God, how wonderful would it be to not have a thought about like sharing what I'm doing or seeing what other people are doing. Like just that alone would free up so much space and make it so much simpler and like softer and like quieter. Yeah. Cause we get ourselves, it's but we're like, not going to do it. And we, but we look for connection in these yeah. 
in social media, but our poor, like, again, like our bodies, we are like communal yeah, beings. That's why we, everyone we don't loves get social that, media so much. Yeah. So we get it's the tapping into quick something. fix, yeah. but it's not the authentic. It's yeah. like the difference between like taking, um, I don't know, like a it's vitamin like a tofu C chicken pill. nugget and a real chicken nugget. Perfect. <laughs> I was going to say it's like taking a vitamin C or like eating an orange. Right, like right, they're right, just right. like yeah, similar but different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, my gosh, it's so hard because I feel social media can be so powerful. But yeah, what I was going to say is like this lack of true human connection that our bodies, our minds, and our souls recognize is true human connect. Like what we're doing right now and talking, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, this is so nice to be in a room and like right. look at somebody and talk to them. <laughs> right. Truly not have our The phones. lack of that is causing a lot like that and then confounded Fucked with like... wiring. Fucked up wiring. It's causing some, I don't know scientifically what's going on, yeah. but like it's connections well, are being missed in the brains of of totally. our fellow Americans. Well, also think about it too and like what type of food and nutrition is made easiestly easiestly accessible to us, you know? It's like real processed foods and our bodies don't recognize that as real food, so it's not getting the nutrients. So now we have humans that are not connecting with each other, feeling like they have to do everything on their own. We're stressed out as fuck. We're nourishing our body with food that is not actually food. And yes, there's room for all of that too, friends. Like I love my chicken nugget McNuggets, but like, you know what I mean? Like when these are the things, alcohol is in there. And again, nothing wrong with alcohol, but it's like, that's not, it's poisonous to our body, but there's yeah. all these different ways that we're like numbing out that we're getting addicted to, but we're not recognizing them as such. And then like, we do super fucked up things like to ourselves, yeah. to others. Yeah. We're not kind. And again, it's like, I, I keep on coming back to this place of like, I really believe that if we can see ourselves more and understand ourselves more as the humans that we are yeah, and understand that there's like a one in 400 billion chance that you're born human and not like a plant or a bug or something like that. Right. So really like honoring that and honoring the fact that like every other human we see, we are connected with that. We are looking at another divine creation and like see that like, yeah. let's like, but we can't because we're rushing around so much. So, so it's like, how phone. do we slow down? How do we put down our phones? Like, how do we just like be more present in the one thing that we're doing instead of trying to do the 50 million things for like no fucking reason? I know. It's really hard. We, we said this before we started recording, like it's hard being so, human. Yeah. But you know what? The most human thing that we can do is just like keep trying. Yeah. And that's all. Like that's it. That's it. Just get curious and keep trying. If something doesn't work out, like... That's cool. It doesn't work for you. And guess what? Just keep going. Try something else and find what works for you because that's your worth figuring out in that way. Yeah. Yeah. The work. Yeah. You're definitely worth it. Um, so we got off a little track, got off track a little bit with the cycle. Oh, yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> yes. I'm going to pull us back. Oh, I mostly because I just love it so much. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> so you said you had always kind of been tracking oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like you got more in tune after your gut issues. Yeah. And, and I started like getting really fascinated about like, Ooh, like the moon cycles. Let's my talk about cycle. the moon because I don't know 
And anyone that's listening, I did a full episode on this with Kayla Pasquale. So go back and listen to that if you need like kind of the basics of what we're talking about when we're talking about cycle syncing. So for the sake of time, it's just, I think that we'll both kind of agree, right? It's like living in tune, paying attention to the different seasons yeah. of your cycle. And so I'm, I'm happy that you kind of, I, I really resonate with the seasons. Yes, I like, me too. I, I really do kind of like though, like follicular, ovulation, luteal, and like some people will give it like power, nurture, mm-hmm. manifest, like power is like follicular, manifest is ovulation. And yeah. there's a power part of luteal and there's a nourish part yes. of luteal. So cool. So I, I really like goosebumps like this. Stuff yeah, like. I like to think about, so yeah, just kind of like feeding, moving our bodies, adjusting lifestyle, mm-hmm. self-care practices to match up with the different phases is in a nutshell what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. It's such good stuff. And like, So the moon though, I don't, yeah. so I don't know too much about the moon situation. So there is a, a belief like, and there is data behind it, but you know, if you Google, you can find whatever you want to affirm yourself. Right. So, yeah. But there's this idea that there's some there's there's something going on. Let's just say that because I've seen people are I don't know if there's any like one solidified like this is the right answer. Correct. But like there's enough rumblings for me that I want to pay attention. Yes. Yeah. So the idea is, and it's really like magic. All human. Yes. There is oh, this is interesting too. So in this hormone certification. I had never heard of this, but it's called like luniception, which is like the tracking of your cycles along the moon. And what's really great about tracking with the moon is that if you're not experiencing a cycle at all, you can still see it. So I'm curious. I want to do some more research as it comes to like men. Like are all humans kind of synced with the moon in some way? Interesting. Or not. Like where they feel like when it's a new moon, it's new beginnings. I want to start it. I'm open to new experiences. Yeah. When it's kind of like coming to like the full moon, is it more of like you're like going inward yeah. and like reflecting? Is that like the kind of like following? Yes. Okay. I yeah. want to make sure I was on the right path. So what I found is that like I will, I will get my period right around the full moon, like consistently. And I'm like, that's I need so to look cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And then, so I've been kind of like looking at that and understanding that and then very much looking at it in terms of like the seasons of my cycle and really beginning to lean into the power and wisdom in each season, instead of just like doing what I've done basically my whole life up until like two months ago, which is just like, let me just like keep on going. Like Like the whole month is the same. And then like, feel like, crap or get like super bitchy and like short and like you Mm -hmm. know and kind of like go to these extremes of like I'll push 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 and then be like okay now I need to like completely step back now I'm like trying like how can I you know during the spring and summer seasons where we tend to have more like on energy energy levels yeah yeah like let me not go 150 let me go like 80 percent so I have some energy stored going into fall and then coming into winter not being completely depleted in a huge butthole it's like how can I like spread everything out but it's been um you know I think something that I feel like I just want to share with everyone is that there's so many certifications there's so many books that we could read but sometimes it's like the simplest things can resonate with us so I got these cards Mm. 
called, um, they're like period power cards. And I was like, these look like fun. And I got I need, them. I need these cards. I'll send, yes. Yeah. I mean, and they're like 10 bucks on Amazon. Great. Perfect. They're very cheeky and they're very wonderful. But sometimes the information, like finding the way that you digest it best is important. Because yes, you can get all the certifications and all the things, right? But mm-hmm. like, for me, honestly, these $10 cards have given me such insight and have helped me feel so grounded and normal and not like, you know, what we're told our periods are mm-hmm. that it's like, we're crazy. Oh, she must be on her period. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Like that well, first side of all, note, I'm if crazy ever... before my period starts. Once my period starts, I'm no longer crazy. So you're wrong Yeah, like that. get it right. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> But um, these cards are just so cool because it talks about our cycle in the seasons, but shares what our superpower is, shares what's going on of with that our hormones. Season? Yeah. Oh my and like, gosh. there's like, do you have an example that you can remember? <gasps> Did you pull one today? Yes. So today's talked about. And you're fall going into winter. I'm fall going into winter. I'm so spring. I'm, fr- I'm new spring. Ooh. So Finally. Have, like, so I have like the good, well. I'm not, I'm, tr- I'm trying yes. to like reframe it. I'm trying not to think of it as spring and summer is good and fall and winter is bad. Yeah. So I'm coming where I like to say like, it's just like stable time. Mm, yes. But even though today I was like weird. So sometimes you're also just weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I kind like of like weird. Yeah. I kind of want it to be like, so me, of course, I want it to be like, well, in spring, yes, yeah. I'm going to feel good. Like it says that I'll feel state, you know, my hormones will be building and you know, like, and, it, and then when it doesn't end up that way, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like Ooh. you're still a human. Like there's still things like regardless of where you are in your cycle that could make you like in a bad mood yes. or that you just woke up on the wrong side of the bed so many other factors and they're all part of our human experience and just like i know i don't like the human experience i don't think i think i would i would be (laughs) such a good robot (laughs) that is like the best thing i think i've heard if i could like i'm so resistant to it something in me is just like make it predictable i mean we'll think about how wild trauma yeah yeah i I don't (laughs) got it i don't know why I i don't know why i'm confused about this 